What's up, y'all? This is the Runners Club podcast, and we are on episode 51. And I don't normally start episodes like this, which letting you know what episode this is, but we just, we just, I just posted episode <laughs> 50. And I'm very proud of us, okay? And I feel like we've come a long way. We also, I think we talked about this, but we've hit a year. We, you know, we're, we're really like in our stride. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm your co host, Courtney Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you was hitting that stride. I was like, keep going, baby. Keep going. Let's you go. Know, you got it. <laughs> she hit it. She pulled up. <laughs> listen, it's Ian Gonzalez, your other favorite co-host. You know what I'm saying? We are back here in the clubhouse once again. Uh, if you know, you know. The Be clubhouse. Back. Cute. <laughs> um, I don't know. How we... I don't even know where to go right now. It just feels really good. You know what I'm saying? It's like we just here. This is actually, actually, take two. That's what this is, and it feels good. You know it what is take two. We tried to have a guest on the get. It, it didn't work out, but we're gonna have that guest another time. So, you know, this is. Yeah. This is a. This is a. This is us trying to tell each other again how our weeks went. Right. So, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Um, yeah. Marvelous. Um, marvelous. Yeah. So you. So you said you're pretty good. You feeling. You feeling good. You. I, you know? I am. I'm. I'm feeling. I'm feeling super. I'm feeling super happy today. Today was an amazing uh, start to my to my freaking weekend. You feel me? Um, I did my first legitimate run since Toronto Marathon. Um, my heart, my mind, my lungs, y'all said yes. My legs, my joints, my muscles said, my nigga, <laughs> let's wait just a little bit longer <laughs> and let's ease our way back into this and uh that's how i felt man you know i was going for a three mile run i ended up doing just doing a 25 minute run, uh 25 minute run because of how far i went out um and it was like two and a half miles but definitely a lot of stiffness um some joint pain here and there and stuff like that and uh i mean it was it was a cool run, considering you know the fact that I, I'm still recovering from a marathon. Uh, like I said on the first version of this, you know, you need need like a solid, you know, three to four weeks for mm-hmm. your body to fully recover mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I'm on like week one and a half right, right. now. So and tell us why that is, because you're sitting here telling everybody else that they need to spend two to three weeks. I'm not saying spend three to four weeks off your feet. Three to I'm four saying, now. Three. No, no, it's three to four weeks for your body okay. to be fully recovered. So what are you now, doing? Don't, don't run for the first week. The second week, do a check-in. You know what okay. I'm saying? Do some bike riding. Like last Sunday, I didn't run at seven on Sundays. I rode my bike for seven miles. Okay. Really chill, really slow bike riding. No weight-bearing exercises is what I recommend. Is what uh, 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 a lot of your run coaches would recommend. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, that's what I did. Just a low mileage week, maybe 10, maybe 15 miles for the entire week tops mm-hmm. uh, for me this week. And it's mad chill. Like, I'm, I, my heart rate was at 130, 135. My pace was like 1030. You know, I was like really chill. Um, and then next week, you know, I'll slowly wrap up the mileage a little bit more. Maybe go swimming. Maybe add a little bit of calisthenics in there because I want to start strength training as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I did want to start a 5K training plan for the Indy 5K in Austin coming up at the end of November, but you know, you we'll trying to do that? You trying to did. do the Indy Marathon? No, ain't no fucking marathon. It's a 5K. It's like oh. Oklahoma. <laughs> Everything is a marathon. <laughs> well, there Hell is an no. Indy Marathon, but I thought that was the like Indiana. Spring. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the Indiana Marathon is uh, no. Okay. So the Indiana Marathon, it's the same week as uh, New York, and that's in Indiana. And we drive right on over there. I will be in town. I will not be running. Although, I almost got talked into doing the marathon of the half. I bet. Chose not to. Okay, good um, for you. That's growth, and 
You know? You know, we you know, we were all riding our own horse. You feel me? Because I'm am, used to I'm like, used to the response being fuck it. Let's do it. Say less. You say feel less. me? What? <laughs> Let's go, you know? Um but no, I chose not to do it in the long run. Uh but the Indy five K is um we'll be down in Austin, Texas. Me and Karen is going uh, for the TRE, the running event. And mm-hmm. while we're down there, they host the 5K on the cir- on one of the Circuit of America's Indy 500 racetracks. And it's like just fucking rolling hills all the way around. And there's one lap, which is one lap. And I did a 23 point something last year. 23 okay. minutes and a few seconds last year. I'm trying to do like a 21, 22 minute run. The average race last year was seven, like 30. I'm trying to do like 715, 720 this year. Um, what do you think, think Karen's gonna do? She probably gonna do like a six oh five or some stupid shit. Listen, smoke you, smoke my ass. Like I, but like I said on the first time, I'm, they just gonna have a last lap logo on every fucking part, like both her thighs, her back, her chest. She gonna look like a fucking NASCAR running out there. She like, I'm gonna let everybody know this game. We rolling back up. Listen, because um, you listen, you start that shit look flat on TV. Those racetracks look flat on TV, but listen, it's like the steepest hill, the steepest, tallest hill I've ever walked up in my entire life. And you start the race going down that hill, like it's it, it's like it, it, you gotta be on that hill for like ten seconds, ten to fifteen seconds. Damn. Like you and going down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you start the race starts. off fast. That's yeah. how it starts. That's how so LA is. That's how LA is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt your whole story, oh, but right. that's literally like LA is like downhill. And then you're like, fuck, uphill. <laughs> fuck, me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going drop, downhill. They just drop your ass in like a roller coaster. And then it's just small rolling hills. Mm-hmm. All the way around and stuff like that. That track is not flat at all. Um, but you know, last year I ain't trying for that shit. I didn't even know they was doing it. I was just at dinner um with uh Naperville run uh um running store in Brooks the night before. And it was like, This is what we doing in the morning. I'm like, all right, I'm on my second glass of wine. And y'all gonna tell me about it now? <laughs> so I said, fuck it. <laughs> a 5K and did a 5K at like five, six o'clock the next morning. I feel like you can, if you're a runner, you could roll out of bed and run a 5K. And for fun. Yeah, I, you're not I racing. I was not a runner last year. But this year. time. I was not a runner last year. <laughs> no. I was a purveyor of running. I was not a running runner at I all. That. I feel that. I feel Hell that no. deeply. But tell me. Tell me tell me about you. How you feeling? Tell, I, feel, tell, I know. Tell them. Let them yeah. know. Look, y'all, I feel great. I was telling Ian when we uh, on take one that I, I'm just happy to be here. Um, you know, a little bummed that our, our guests couldn't work out today. But like, hey, you know, we learned. We learned. This is episode 51. Mm-hmm. This never happened before. So, um, you know, it, now we know. Make sure you have a Wi-Fi connection. Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel I feel really good. I feel like I like see that's the thing i've been struggling i've been struggling because when we had our first intro i almost said this but now i'm like since we're here and it's just you and me <laughs> it's just us Tell me it's about just it. Tell us me. right and personal. our listeners but like i signed up for a race and so and i talked to coach robin recently and and um basically i'm gonna start training officially like mid-november but i don't oh, want to yeah. talk about the race and i don't want to talk about the name of the race i'm not talking about it but just uh, know that <laughs> i'm just because you know i learned last time talking about my race just was not helpful you know because then i didn't get to the race so i'm just gonna just chill That's and let y'all know it is part of the journey so maybe i'll turn it around once i start training and i have shit to talk about i probably mm-hmm. will be like Listen, look i want to talk about uh, this don't don't be like one of our homies who be doing secret races you talking about kayla Nah, I feel like Kayla damn. Jeter pops up at every fucking race, and you're like, "What? Nah, yeah, oh, wow. she don't do secret races. She just don't tell nobody she's she gonna be there. She, she just, just will be there. there. 
But no, 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 no. I was purposely not saying this person's name because they don't want nobody to know they be doing this. But they be just be like doing secret races on their own sometimes. I know several under people a- like that. A lot of them are aliases. coaches. Oh, under aliases? So they be super mad secretive about it. You know what people I'm talking about. People are weird about running. Yeah, it's it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, I'm not doing all of that. Like, I don't care if you know what i don't care if my name's on it it doesn't matter like i'm not trying to i do have a goal but again i'm not sharing it i'll just let you know that i have a goal it's inside she got a right when is your right i'm not telling you because you're just you can't use process of illumination (laughs) i just want to know how long you got you starting in november it's just a five-week training plan plan. you just don't have to see it's going to begin know. and it's going to end and I'm going to race. And that's going to be that. So, and I mean, it's not that difficult to figure out, but I still just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a reason to step outside lately. Like, cause I came back from Joshua tree and then like, I found this track workout. Cause my friend in who I initially met through Matthew in Chicago his name's Chris Coleman and um, he's out here in LA. He's been out here for like two years and he's an actor and yada, yada, yada. Oh. He's like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's very LA. And he mm-hmm. invited me out to his, the track workout that he goes to on Mondays. And so I was like, that's cool. That's cool. And so I went and I was like, wow, this is, this is different showing up and participating and like just doing it. If I feel like I'm on track for progression Okay. Bettering myself as an athlete. I've been going to the gym. I haven't gone to the gym like all of this was last week. And when I was <laughs> in Joshua Tree. But before that, I was going like three times a week at least. So, and with my brother. And it's kind of nice because we've been like working out together versus like separately. Oh, like I, sometimes we'd enter and I'd be like, peace. And then like, I'll see you in like 45 minutes to an hour, you know? But now, He's we're like working out as a team and it's like high fives and stuff after each rep yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I like this. This is nice. Very nice. Yeah, but that. but I'm also getting they, you know they because- say that could speed up your muscle growth by like a lot, like 50% working out with a partner. Everything's better in community. I've officially realized that the hype of living alone, being alone, being solo is so overrated. And like, not what human beings are made for. Like everyone yeah. is like, oh, yeah, I got to live alone at least once to get to know myself. I got to do this. I got to do this all by myself. I'm like, the human being was yeah. made to be in community. So what are you talking about? Go for a motherfucking yeah, walk. Yeah. Find your alone time, but don't blame it on people. Yeah. And it's like, and it, I'm not trying to go down a huge rabbit hole here, but like people will tell you about yourself. If you live with people, they will show you who you are just right. by being a mirror. And so I think that I, <laughs> what <Right>. was that? <laughs> no, me and, Karen yeah. found that we were, me and Karen found that we was twin flames. I know this is corny. Shout out to all my astrology haters out there. You know what I'm saying? But we found that we was twin flames. That's beautiful. I love and that. And we got to work he... our way through it. Yeah. Because it can be toxic. It can be very toxic. Mm-hmm. But we are... Twin Flames, for those who don't know, are actually the exact same soul. We're a mirror of each other. We're not soulmates. We're not two souls that's supposed to be together. We're the same mother. We are two halves of the same coin. <laughs> we are the same fucking soul. And so, therefore, we trigger each other in ways n- nobody has ever triggered us before. And, you know, uh, we have our own individual ways of dealing with said triggers. And it's awesome. We're working through it. We're committed. But and sorry. isn't that's real personal growth though? Being by yourself, you would not know because that person mm-hmm. pulls it out of you. So I'm yeah. just, you know, if you if you've never lived alone and you feel weird about it, who cares? Just keep doing you. Make sure you're living in a healthy environment. But like, I don't feel yeah. like people have to live by themselves. I don't feel like it's a requirement. I feel like it's a 21st century I- uh uh capitalistic mindset. And I'm done. That's interesting. Okay, I, I will say maybe it's healthy, not sure. necessarily. Yeah, maybe not necessarily living alone, but I don't think it I think there be should be some time with our responsibility. So the responsibility of being 
a child to a parent and also the responsibility of being a partner to a lover. I think there should be some time maybe with some roommates in between. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you have your personal space. You don't really have responsibility for them. They don't really have responsibility for you. They're there in community and stuff like that. But I, I will say that uh, I will not necessarily completely endorse going from parent to lover to another lover to another lover. You feel me? Like, That's, you don't have to yeah. be alone. But those those two specific relationships are are they're a lot. And you but you could go, yeah. I mean, you could go life. from like college roommates to living alone for a little bit yeah. to like living with your parents yeah. to like living with a partner to then like breaking up yeah. and then living with more roommates. But it's just like you don't have to be yeah. by yourself. You don't have yeah. to to figure. You don't out have your to be life. by yourself to learn who you are. Yeah. No, it's it's you yeah. know, and if anything, the the struggle of living with other people will show you who you are if you actually yeah. are willing to learn. Yes. Um, but you know, do you yes. whatever? It's just a thought yes. that I had this week. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> you. <man. laughs> something about you. Uh, I was talking about. <laughs> running signing up for a race and stuff yeah and just yeah. trying to yeah um I, yeah and being weird and sneaky and not sharing mm-hmm. who what races you're doing yeah people get really weird about that and it's and it's something yeah. that you don't know until you really get into the running community and then you realize that like everybody do, does it for different reasons and everyone like yeah yeah i feel like sometimes yeah. running is like uh, it's like the pain I need in life. The and pain also, you need in life. Okay. Like, I just Explain. need to like, just get it out. Like I just need to, cause it keeps me alive and shows me that I'm living. But then at the same time, I hate it, but then I love it. But then the community is great, but ultimately I'm like, it fucking sucks. And so I'm signing up for this race, but I also am not in a place where I'm like, Oh, I, I love running. I can't wait to run this marathon. I can't wait to be finished with it and say that I did it, but everything in between, I'm just like, but I need something to 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 like fucking grind. Yeah, I need a grind. Yeah. I need something to buff who I am. I need and I want to be. I want to be fit and healthy. And that shit. I'm not getting a skinny BBL. I'm not cheating. I'm. I need to do it the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> LA, 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 Everybody's gonna be like skinny BBL. Right. LA have made you talk, think about it. No, I'm not even no, I'm not even considering it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I want not that you need to be skinny. I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that I not I just so want to be a healthy person, you know? Yeah. And I and I like and running is something that it's like, well, shit, I chose it and this is what we're running with. Yeah. And so I better sign up for a race. Uh, are you lifting heavy? I am lifting heavier. I'm lifting heavier. Okay. Are you telling me that yeah. I need to lift heavy? Uh, yeah, actually. I mean, we've had this conversation. They've all heard it. Like, that's what you need to do. You want to put on some muscle. You want to, you want to, want to build a butt. Lift heavy, Facts. fam. Yeah, and I, and I told you that was my but, goal two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I was like, Ian, but this I, time next year, I'm going to have a real ass. I'm here with you. <laughs> You're going to have an ass, I'm going to have a six-pack. Let's okay. do it. I'm trying to do both. I was at Pilates the other day, and I was like, ooh, this shit. Pilates is the greatest workout if you don't feel like working I out. I hate that shit. And <laughs> it'll challenge the shit out of you. It's like you can How lay down. It, you can lay down, and it'll just be like, at least I'm laying down. That's the positive for me. At least I'm in a cute little environment on a cute little reformer. Is that what it's called? And then, like, you know, it's a vibe. And it's kind of, like, micro-movements and shit. And then the next day, parts of your body will start to be aching that you didn't even know were there. I don't know. Pilates, I'm scared of Pilates. You said you hate it. You act like you... So you haven't taken it? I've done, like, at-home Pilates. I haven't done, like, a class. But that shit hard. Yeah. Well, Yeah. This you can take different levels. It's like taking yoga. There's different types. It's like, it's all that. You know what? I just, 
you got a balance, you know. I ain't got no butt, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, like they be like, like when they do that V shit, like where 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 am I sitting? You know what I'm saying? Like what part of my back am I sitting on? I ain't got no ass. So it's like Cup your butt booty under a little bit. You gotta squeeze it. You gotta add tension. You have to keep the core tight. Yeah, I don't know. That's scary. We need a personal trainer out here because I got questions about Kegels too. Interesting. Yeah, I got questions about Kegels. I'm like, I've been hearing that it's not healthy for women because it makes your pelvic floors too tight. But for men, they're talking about it's healthy. Because, you know, it keeps, you know, keeps things happening down there. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, it's like, as a man, can my pelvic floor get too tight? And then, secondly, like, what, do I even have a pelvic floor? Like, is it necessary? Yeah. Like, what am I doing with my pelvic floor? Like, I'm not pushing nothing out. Like, there's nothing happening down there. Like, what is the pelvic floor for, for a man? Like, why do I need to exercise? What do I need three seconds for? Like, I just got questions. And I, I need to speak to a trained professional. Interesting. About Kegels. Because, I, I mean, I've also brought a... What? No, I need you to finish your... You, go ahead. Finish, <laughs> finish what I, you're saying, because I have something else that's ridiculous to add to it. I I've, I've, I was talking to a doctor, and they don't really have the answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like I need to speak to, like, maybe maybe this is, like, a fitness world thing. And I need to speak to, like... Maybe I need to call up Kayla and ask her, about Kegels. But then also, is that even appropriate to call up a woman and ask her about Kegels? Maybe text yeah, first. Text, like, hey, Kayla. Uh, I have and then in. see if they're open to the conversation. Yeah, Who knows if she even does Kegeling? You know what I mean? I mean, but she might have, like, read about it in a book. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, ain't, I don't know. That's too personal. You're right. That might be too personal. So I talked to my homies out there doing Kegels. If you're doing Kegels as a man and you got some knowledge, like, Hit me up. Let's talk about it. I feel like as men, we need to be more open about these things. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I recently read that, um, oh my God, this new article came out about how... (laughs) (laughs) The title of this episode is going to be Marathon Recovery. What the fuck is happening? That's what that's going to (laughs) be. What are we talking about? Uh, Someone shared, you know, is... Kelsey, she shared this article from Runner's World magazine talking about how BPAs are found in not only yeah, sports bras, but also up. other athletic uh, wear. Is that they talked about Kegels in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I was pulling up the article mm-hmm. on my phone, too, to bring up this episode. Okay, that there that is really interesting, right? Like, but first of all, I have a sports bra on. Uh, you, are you saying that they are the the world star? No, no, no. The uh, motherfucking uh, what's the other one? I don't know. I only know the, world. Star. Are they the shade room of the running world? No. Yes. Maybe. No. No. They're not the shade world. The shade room, but it's like. Damn, like, I'm not buying a subscription. Like, just let me read this article. Let me read the freaking article. Yeah, like, get some advertisements. Like, I will, I like, will read a, th- I will look at a 30-second video. Of I will. I'll sit there and Somebody watch trying to sell, like, cream or something. Like, let's go. Like, I want to read the article, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paying a subscription. I don't have money like that. That's for rich people. <laughs> I have a library card. I'm reading for free. Not a library card. There's a library <laughs> down the street for me, and I'm like, I'm gonna go down there one of these days. I need to like make a day and be like, just walk down the block and go to the library. Because one library. day I feel like they're not gonna exist, and I'm. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like, wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're gonna be. They're not gonna be library. That's they're gonna be theaters that are gonna go out of business, and then fifty years, fifty years later, they're gonna go back into the business. Library is gonna be called a theater, <laughs> so you can go there and you can listen and watch books. Who told you this? Or did you just come up with this off I the top? I just came up with this right now. Okay. Okay. But I guarantee you, we 30-something years old. By the time we 95, mm-hmm. our, gra- our grandchildren are going to be talking about, I'm going to the theater to uh, read a book, this little book. Damn. Well, okay. So going back to the news that I've heard this week on running and sports <laughs> broads and stuff. Okay. 
first of all, the BPAs thing, that's really crazy to me because like I'm currently wearing a sports bra from my hike this morning. I'm going to take it off eventually, but it's like, it's not even just the sports bras. It's it's everything, everything, the clothes, because I mean, it's spandex, isn't span Like, I feel like it makes sense that you would find BPAs and plastics or whatever in those clothes because they're partially made from that. Is that, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the fabrics are, but it yeah, makes I, sense to me. I don't know. Spandex is not a plastic. It, it, but then there's like sometimes I've felt like a crinkliness on the top of my like um like shorts or pants where it's like if it, it's almost it feels like it's almost like plastic on the top area or uh, like okay. like a, the band um uh, or like a type of rubber or something. I don't know. I'm trying um, to see like what even happens like like what does BPA do? It, do it causes cancer? cancer. <laughs> That's what they oh, say. Shit. But like cancer it is such a, a broad possible thing. Health effects on brain and prostate gland. Mm, yeah. So and then that's why like they took it out of like bottles, like baby bottles. And like that's why low-key, like drinking out of a plastic water bottle is not it. Um, because even though it's like they say no BPA, BPA free, like it's still made with other chemicals, and so that leaks mm. into your water, etc. And then if it's yeah. in a hot car, then it really makes it go crazy. Um so but, was it saying that you mm. like it's okay to wear the workout clothes, but if you actually work out in them and you sweat in and you create sitting. moisture in them, you need to take them off immediately. Because that's, that's when the BPA be popping. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm gathering. It says that the Center of Environmental Health, CEH, found that sports bras sold by many major athletic brands contain BPAs well over the safe limit. So it's like, okay, Loki, should there be any? Is there a, What's a safe limit if it's supposed to harm you? While the research doesn't say exactly how much you observe, absorb from the clothing, staying in the gear for hours when you're sweating could up your risk of exposure. The CEH found that sports bras sold by Athletica, Athleta, Athleta, uh, yeah. Victoria's Secrets, uh, I can't say any of these names, Victoria's Secret, Asics, The North Face, Brooks, Nike, Fila, and All in Motion contain BPAs well over the safe limit set by California's law, uh, Proposition 65. Now, when I see Proposition Though you know how many times now being in California, I see I see the word proposition and how I'm supposed yeah. to vote for all these propositions, like yeah. in a couple of weeks, it drives me crazy because I can't keep track. There's so many propositions. This is proposition have, 65. Yeah. They don't have like they don't have like they don't come up with like dope ass names for they shit. Literally, you watch a commercial and they say, vote no on proposition 24. <laughs> what? what is what are you propositioning? What it's confusing, and I feel like that's on purpose. Um, but so nah, I like guess they sent legal notice wild. to these companies, which will have sixty days to work with the organization to address manufacturing practices before a complaint is filed in California state court. Because California don't play. There's so many people out here that want to live a healthy lifestyle that it's like if they find out you have BPAs in their clothing, it's a wrap. But you know, <laughs> it. it California is crazy. It, I, you know, I'm not trying to turn this to like a completely different type of podcast, but we just out here shooting shit today, and it is what it is. But California is currently getting sued by the pork industry because California will no longer buy pork from manufacturers that have pigs in like these really tight, small cages or like mm -hmm. housing units or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's causing a ripple effect in the industry. Mm -hmm. And so it's supposedly affecting business in other states, right? So now all of these people are trying to sue California. I say all that to say that it sounds like a similar situation with this BPA chemicals. And all of this, all of these sportswear stuff, because then that's going to affect how they do business Elsewhere. in other states mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I, I wonder how it would even happen to go through, especially if they lose the case about the meat. But I will say also, like, do we even care? Like, am <laughs> I going to go for a run? Okay. 
and then run home to go change or hop in a car to change out of these run clothes so I can hang out with the homies, drink some beer, eat some tacos, do whatever. Like, is that is that really what's about to happen? Like, well, like, yeah, you're saying you there's no point. You should. Yeah. I like mean, I, we're I, exposing I, ourselves is, to I, we even care. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, like, I, mean, I care. I'm glad that I know. I'm glad that I'm aware now. That's where BPA I'm at. Affect I'm not going to be to do BPA affect infants. Everyone and everything like BPA affects like, yeah. I mean, oh, if it, what did you say? It affects prostates. Yeah. But like on infants. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, it's just not ideal. <laughs> okay. That's how I see it. It's not ideal. And I'm probably now, but the thing is, yeah, I'm still going to wear my workout clothes. Cause it's, I only have Nike workout clothes. What am I supposed to do? What am I well, supposed to do? A, but that's the thing. Like, is it working like when we just like sit here right now? You know what I'm saying? I got on pro tights right now. Or is it like I if, talking I, about the if, if I start heating it up? Yeah, that's why I was talking about having a water bottle in in your hot, yeah. in a, like a hot car and letting yeah. it sit. Like that's very bad. Yeah. But like drink drink out of metal, y'all, or glass. I don't give a fuck. Just- I eat meat. I don't care. <laughs> so do I. But look, you know what? Now that I eat meat, even though I eat meat, I'm like, I only want to eat. I'm not trying to eat cancer meat. I'm not trying to eat that it's meat that, that California meat. is not trying to eat. I'm not trying to eat no cancer meat. I'm trying to go. <laughs> I no hang such out thing with not such... cancer meat. What are you talking about? There's halal meat. There's there's like there is yeah like I don't believe that shit. I don't if if to, if, if it's to, when you're killing by, an animal and making sure that if they're it's not produced by a manufacturer. If it's produced by a company, they just in there just like. Like really, really sticking close to the text for a lot of meat. Like I can understand if it's a nigga on a farm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's what I'm like, saying. you yo, can I'm buy Muslim. that. That's what I'm talking right. about, though. That's where I'm trying to get my meat from. I haven't yet found okay. it, but then I so like we my won't. friend, listen, listen, yeah. listen. Okay. <laughs> you can know the sources of your food, and that's important. And even for veggies and stuff like that, I like it's kind of the same thing. Like I, I really want to start like I have like a couple of garden beds out here. I'm trying to get into that. But when it comes to meat, you can have more locally sourced beef and chicken and pork and stuff like that, which is better. But then it's like one thing though, with and I'm not trying I know this is not this podcast, but just Food, fitness, yeah. it applies. With halal meat, at least the rule is, from my understanding, is that you're 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 killing the animal quickly and efficiently so that one, it doesn't suffer. And then two, it's like beyond the halal part, people believe who who those who believe in energy, if you're killing an animal and or the animal is living in an unsanitary, like stressful environment, those stress hormones go into its flesh and then you eat those stress hormones when you, you know, are preparing it at home. So then it's like a transfer of the shit that you don't want to eat. Yeah, <laughs> Why are you real. laughing at me? <laughs> and also... I'm not laughing at you. Because I, I love what you're saying. I'm hearing what you're saying. Let's just be... Let's be, let's be careful, okay? <laughs> let's be careful because halal is like, you know what I'm saying, like part of uh, a religion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you just googled it? <laughs> yeah. No, I knew already. What I was did just you trying find? to get like a, a a for real definition of it and stuff like that. But I, it's just you know, <laughs> it was just funny as hell for you to say. <laughs> allow and then if you believe you know niggas who believe in energy it's like nah it's like islamic no i'm saying beyond the beyond that oh, i'm saying okay i'm saying i said the halal part of like killing an animal efficiently and like all that and also just like the care of it and everything i'm saying beyond that people who believe in just like the energy and the transferring of energy that is also yeah, I a factor i think too when it okay. comes to like meat so it's just like some people are like i'm you know what i mean there's tons like like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure even like Jewish people have like a way of how they, you know, they, they eat specific things and some things like that. It's like being intentional about the things that you're eating is important. And I think that that's okay. And I think like, nobody's trying to eat that cancer meat that like is mass produced. I mean, some people can't, don't have an option. Otherwise, I think that that's important to note too. Um, 
but I'm trying to find like butchers in okay. Chicago, in California that um are... okay, so wait, hold on. What? Hold on, I'm gonna cut you off. Okay, just just for the record, okay, for anybody who's listening, uh um for me to be halal, you have to it has to be cut through the jugular vein, the carotid, the carotid artery, mm-hmm. and and uh, the windpipe so all the blood can drain out. Yeah. Because exactly. in Islam, consumption of blood is considered haram, which is um uh haram is what is Bad. it unlawful it's the opposite clean. of halal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what halal mean uh halal uh me is. I just want to make that very clear for anybody who's listening and stuff like that. Uh but it I I so Okay, so from my understanding is, is like you want to find a person who, like, you want to go straight to the source for your meat. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying no, to find a butcher. No Whole Foods. No, no, I mean, I'll go to Whole Foods because I have this. I have to go with my the resources that are at hand. But like, I am fortunate enough to be able to even afford Whole Foods. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. can go to Whole. Also, Whole Foods takes food stamps. If you don't know. Oh, I knew. Now I'm saying to our <laughs> listeners, if you don't know, now you know. Because you know, when I first was in Chicago, I was on food stamps, and I was like, oh, "We going to Whole Foods, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we we be good." Um, oh, yeah. You know, but now like I can go to Whole Foods and it's it's whatever. But there's also like, I mean, LA is LA, so you can. I mean, there's uh, my friend Kiana. Um, she lives in beverly hills and she was telling me about this um butcher that's over there and she's like yeah you know rihanna goes there everybody sees her and i'm like this is so weird living here <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking weird okay it's fucking weird. yeah like uh and so i'm like gonna investigate that situation because it's like matthew still doesn't eat meat right right so it's like i'm gonna eat meat th- like the best that i can if it's like i'm not trying to just be you know, vegan and then just dive into some trash yeah. eating. I'm really trying to be yeah. intentional because I finally understand now what BCAAs are and like that we eat meat for amino acids and mm-hmm. um, not all proteins are the same. And that like, mm-hmm. also we don't know the long-term effects of isolated protein powder, protein, P protein, mm-hmm. excuse me, isolated pro- P. Uh, yeah, and like <laughs> all that stuff, I'm trying to, you know, like um, <laughs> the vegetable. <laughs> yeah, the vegetable. <laughs> um, because yeah, like we just don't know a lot of like the long term effects of a lot of these uh, these new like uh, isolated proteins from from um, from veggies. Yeah, so and that's across yeah. the board. So it's then so it's not like I'm not consuming that. I mean, like, it's I'm how the process. It is processed, exactly. Yeah. Even the protein powder is processed. So it's yeah, like yeah. hella processed. But is whey protein processed? Like what it, you know, like yeah. it's kind of all it all is. A, I mean, it's whey such is a broad, no protein. It don't come out yeah. like that. It don't come out like that. You know what I'm saying? No. Dry and a powder and stuff like that. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Two thousand. I'm just trying to get my amino acids. I'm trying to get ass. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to build these muscles and I can't just be out here. Like I can't. And also I think too, just as a woman, I'm just trying to go with what I'm craving and like I'm just craving like meat and fat. Yeah. That's real. That's real. I mean, you're an athlete. You move it. Your body knows what it wants. It'll tell you what you want and stuff like that. And you're going for it. I mean, shouts out, you know, like runners like Zindi, who are is is she vegetarian or is she vegan? I can't remember. I always forget. Cindy is a vegan gal. She's a vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going hard and she she preaches what she practices or practices what she preaches. And um, I think it's dope if you can find a way to do it and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I just feel real good after like I get my like. So the way I had I used to have it set up was like. Especially like during training periods, at least once a week, I have like a really good like steak. So I'm kind of cut, you know, depending on what my budget is at that point in time. But I have a really solid steak at least once a week. 
and stuff like that, uh, just because it takes our body so long to uh, break down uh, mm. red meat. So I cut it down to like legitimately once a week. I probably have, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have a burger later on at some point else during the week, but I would have that steak at least once a week, that red meat once a week. And every other day, it'd probably be like fish or chicken and stuff like that, which chicken at one point in time was pretty good for the budget. Not right now because of inflation, but mm. um, it, I was like on a recovery day, I would feel so good. I would feel so good. Like I, like I just feel like my energy just being restored, but I would mm. be very curious I I would I would like to try like like what's like is there a dietary benefit to eating something like halal meat? Is there a difference or you know what I'm saying outside of just religious context? Is there like a health benefit to eating something that's kosher or halal? I don't That's know. That's what I would like to find out. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't I'm just trying to, yeah. Well, so, so I'm, our next I'm not, guest and is even be somebody who could specialize in halal and kosher meat yeah. and Kegels. Or even just halal and kosher eat it, maybe. Ah. Uh, because there might be some might other things find, that we're not thinking about. It might not just be about meat. We might have to find a Jewish person or uh, a, Muslim. a Muslim person. Um, and if we find a Muslim guess that would be really great to then also talk about what i feel like you were gonna finish my sentence Good job. You, you, you you took like no you took like a huge breath and i was getting ready for it i love that i was gonna say i, I think i might know a jewish run word yeah i gotta figure out if he's jewish <laughs> I remember um, but i think he is <laughs> if you listen to you know who i'm talking about he gonna, he gonna text me like I am. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we need that. And but yeah, I was gonna say during you know, training during Ramadan, what that's like. That's you know? wow. My little brother be doing Ramadan. Yeah. That is wild. But I'll say, so I this fucking podcast pulls so much information from me sometimes and I'm like I'm trying to keep my info in but then I'd be wanting to spill the beans and share I practiced oh. Islam for like three four years there was a time really my, yes oh my god yeah but that I mean it's before I met you I've lived yeah, so many different lives it's ridiculous but um what I realized when, cause like I also like dated um, Muslim guys and stuff like that. So I, so like, but my experience when I was experiencing Ramadan like, was that like black Muslims or like, like, like East African Muslim. <laughs> Not even Middle East. She was East African. She was like, I stayed on the continent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and what I learned, though, what I found was really interesting, though, is that with Ramadan, like, at least for me, like, at the first week was pretty difficult or, like, it was definitely an adjustment. But then, like, the celebration once the sun went down was great. And it's, like, a lot of people ate a lot during night, the nighttime. So then it was, like, I think some people forget that, like, you know, you can eat at night. So then it's not like they're, yeah. like, not drinking and eating throughout the entire day. It's, like, they break their, they I mean, they break their fast yeah. and everything. But there's a, yeah. I think some people, some from my experience, knowing a few Muslims, I've noticed that like, there's some people who are a little bit more strict on exactly like how they break their fast, what they eat at night, yeah. how much they eat at night. And then there's some people who are like, I'm, it's, it's a fucking party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating whatever I want. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it is what it is. And then it's just like, so there's a, there's different ways that, I've seen like people go about it. And um, I think depending on the approach of like how and when you break your fast, how you break your fast and how you consume food during the nighttime mm -hmm. really would affect your training during the day. So I, I'd be, again, very interested to like, just hear someone's opinion on that, on like a Muslim who's been a Muslim since their childhood and still is Muslim because I'm not a, a yeah. solid resource. Yeah. Um, was, a, was you a Muslim for yourself or was you a Muslim for your boot? 
No, for myself, dude. I, did I, I, because for those who have listened for a while, I did say that I went to college and I was a philosopher. I went and I studied philosophy. That was my major for the longest time. So I've always been very like, I was a motherfucking philosopher. But like, you know, I majored in philosophy. Okay. Uh, and it was and my like. See, this is why I can't you tell <laughs> you nothing. I'm done. I'm about to end this whole topic. <laughs> I think and, it was really interesting. And I was I already really curious about it, blah, blah, blah. And it was, yeah, so it's a thing. Anyways, but um, now we're here. <laughs> I've experienced that. I was also vegan and now I'm not, okay? There we go. I if mean, anything, listen. I'm a true Sagittarius at heart. I try things. I go in and out of things. I'm here. I'm there. I like to travel. This is like, if you want to know a Sag, it's me because yeah, I'm willing to try things and, and, but like give them a real good try. Like, I love it. and I'll I stick to it. it and I'm committed to it. Like I can't, if I commit to something, I'm fucking doing it. And then yeah. I give myself the grace to try something else. There we go. I love that. I love that. There we go. We learned something new. Awesome. Your, your pilgrimage. <laughs> Listen, if anybody is out there and is in one of these two faiths uh, and wants to share how they train while being true to these faiths, I am really curious to see, especially about the uh, Ramadan part. I mean, I think I tried it with my little brother um, for a little bit. It was really difficult. It was really, really difficult. Uh, Getting up before the sunrise to eat, waiting all day. Cause you know that's when I was in the act, most active part of my. I'm you know moving around. You doing shit? You get hungry. Yeah. Thirsty. All of these things. Uh, but I did learn a lot about it. Um, it was pretty cool. I think I did it for like about two or three weeks, maybe not, maybe two weeks, maybe like maybe in two weeks. I might be giving myself a little extra with three weeks, but it was pretty cool because it was also not even just the dietary part. It was also the mental part, which was really, really, really hard and stuff like that. Uh, not being, not thinking about sex, not having negative thoughts and stuff like that. That was, it was really, really hard. I am petty. Can't I also petty. say too, that I've experienced like some of my friends who are Muslim who would tell me that like in the United States, it might be like a little, it's a, it's also a different experience because like in other yeah. countries where like that is, that is the holiday you can nap during the day. <laughs> Yeah, like you can, yeah. it's like everybody's on the, the same society schedule. Is built around Everyone comes to light at life at night. Like it's you know, it's yeah. like if it's it's, it's like yeah. So like yeah. here, you're just expected to just live your day yeah. because no one cares, <laughs> you know. Right. And it's it's like it is yeah, kind of not crazy. Christmas. What are you talking about? We don't do that shit, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about is um a friend of mine posted this thing. She's um and. She's a friend, but I met her a while. Actually, you know what? I would love to have her on as a, as a guest, and I might. And so we'll see. But her name's Ashley. I uh, met her. She's from Minnesota originally. We met, like, in Chicago, though. And she, like, actually was one of my first trainers. Fit gal. Oh, wow. She's amazing. Like, she really got me into fitness before I even knew I was. She was, yeah. I owe her a lot. Yeah, she's, a nu- she's a nutritional therapist, root cause practitioner, okay. and biochemist with a BS. I don't know what that is. A bachelor's in science. Bio, thank you. Okay. So very knowledgeable, always studying. She's also a model. I might be wrong as fuck. No, you're probably right. Uh, and she, but so I'm saying all this because she also, um, so she posts a lot of facts, but she's like very like studious and like looks through what she's sharing before she shares it. But she shared that, um, you know, like some studies have shown that, um, Part of the reason why women ha- are at high at such a high risk of breast cancer is because of like the tight bras that we wear and how it prevents really? the drainage drainage of our lymphatic system. It like stops really? it right there, and so then it's like in like sports bras and you know women wear really tight bras. Like I don't wear right. unless I'm wearing a sports bra, I'm not wearing a bra. That's just that. But like, because okay. I, for me, I just don't want to be constrained that way. And so, but like, I found that to be really interesting. And it made me just kind of think about what we had just spoke about as far as like the BPAs and the danger of that. Mm. So I'm just like, Jesus, I feel like women are just like, <laughs> like we take your sports bras off. Take just, your sports bras off. Just, when you're done working out, 
take it off, put it in the wash. Right. And just be conscious of like, you know, yeah. Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting to like, just lymphatic drainage and just like constraining it and not even realizing that we're doing it. But it's like, and not that's not the only reason, but it's, it's studies are coming out to show like, okay. Cause I think scientists are just trying to figure out like, why are women like a hundred times more likely to get breast cancer compared to men? Men don't wear sports also bras. Read somewhere, bras at all. Also read somewhere that bras is what make y'all boobs saggy. Um, it's funny because growing up, I've had women tell me that if I don't wear a bra, my boobs will get saggy. Yeah, I heard it's like you know, like Which I wear I'm bras like, oh, and yeah. denim because it's. Your, your your chest is getting weaker because it's like supporting you. you ain't doing that. I don't know. I've heard that and too. We just we bust we busting myths today. So let's we busting it. Look at us. We're trying to be informative, but we're really just like, what are we doing? Yes. <laughs> this yes. is our attempt of being informative. Yes, that's what this is. That's um, what this is. I'm asking. I'm asking my resident, uh, female friend. Okay. How our support. Are supportive bras really supporting you? Are I they, think it's more of an aesthetic thing. Saggish, I think it's no. I mean, I think I think there's 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 two sides to that answer, and it's like one, some women just some boobs sit differently than others, so then some boobs are gonna hang in a different way than others. So it's like if you have boobs that hang, then they hang, and that's okay. Um, but then it's like the supportive bras and stuff like that. It's like a lot of that is like more aesthetic stuff where it's like you want your boobs to look nice so then you you get a bra that pushes them up and together um, you know and it's like and that's what that's the technology a lot of these bras have but then it's like i think now there's a lot of new technology coming out with like like cup is a really great bra that i personally love like that's the one that i'll wear that was gifted mm-hmm. to me and i love it because it's like i feel like I, there's nothing on and it doesn't feel too tight um mm-hmm. but that's the vibe now where it's like I feel like the vibe is like, I don't know. Most of my friends don't wear bras either. So I think, I feel like it's kind of like a new, like, I feel like wearing a bra, at least for me in my community of women is kind of like unnecessary. Yeah. And I mean, I would rather just wear a tank top. That's like a supportive tank top. Right. You know, I'm with you. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I'm here for it. I mean, yeah. do you have any questions for me as a man? You know, I feel like I'm just we're just talking about women and women's anatomy. You know, oh I don't. Do you have any questions for me? I don't really feel like man, there's like, much like, mystery because science has always focused on men. So we we know a lot about men, and we're still finding out so much about women. It's true. We know it all. I'm, well, I'm not saying we know it all. I'm just saying like a lot has already y'all y'all have gotten all the attention, and now all this stuff is being found out about women. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to ask Ashley if she wants to be on the pod. I feel like she'd have a lot to share. Um, and Uh, she's a big advocate for eating meat too. And she, what she would say too, is like what I, I've been watching her for a while. And maybe this is part of the reason why I started eating meat as well. Cause you know, I'm looking at people around me, but like it's, it is because I, I've also been craving it, but she's like, it's not necessarily like, it's not about what it is it's about like where it's sourced and like are you knowledgeable about like your gut health and like healing your gut will heat will then transfer to the rest that. of your body like she's a big advocate for that and it says like getting yeah. around to kind of talk about that and like just well, how do you go about healing your gut and like she's also a big right. advocate for like sexual health and and being in open communication about sex with your partner and stuff like that and like and, you know she's interesting but Gut health. Yeah, I I definitely want to know about gut health. I feel yeah. like like I I I I could benefit from some stuff like that. I I don't understand. And seventy percent of our immune system sits in our gut. Mm-hmm. If there's a whole like small microbiome in our in our gut, and yeah. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about just like how our food is like digested not by us but by like the things that live within us. And so it's like, we think it's like, yeah, we, I, I'm going to have to, re, uh, refer y'all to these podcasts that have doctors that speak on it. Um, but even just like, 
yeah, getting the right fats and like understanding why we even need protein and why you can't compare a steak to pea protein. You can't compare like chicken to pea protein or hemp protein or like, you know, beyond meat. It's not the same. It's not one-to-one. Um, and this that's is interesting. Crazy. This is just the interesting 180. It's kind of crazy, right? It's kind of wild, actually. But this I work on knowledge. The thing that, one thing that I will say is that like at the end of the day, I love learning new things and I'm not afraid to say or change my opinion based on learning new things. I'm not going to, you go. know. That's called living. Yeah. That's what you're doing. That's, that's I called love living. It. Yes. That's what you do, man. I love it. I love it. I don't know, man. I don't have too much else to add. This has been an interesting episode. <laughs> I've learned a lot today. About I feel like, particular. you know, when you go on a run and you were really sporadic on your run and you're going up and down streets and then you look back at your, at your, at the route that you took and you're like, what the fuck was that? That's what I feel <laughs> like this podcast is. is. That's what this is. That's what this is. I, I'm wondering if they enjoy it, if they enjoy that. I really do. I wonder if you guys enjoy listening to us ramble for like about an hour. Yeah. It was fun. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, just you know whether you know where to slide into our DMs. If you are a uh, Muslim athlete, a mm-hmm. Jewish athlete, mm-hmm. if you have information about male kegels, um, what else do we need to know about? Uh, your gut health. Gut health. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. If you if you are able to talk about three out of the four of those, I don't think two of those really work well together. Um, but if you if you are able to talk about three out of four of those, or two out of the four, of those, or even, or maybe just, even one. just one, yeah, please reach out. We would love, honestly, too. We like, talk to you. I think some people like. I'll say this, and this will be one of my last things. If you want to be on this podcast and you want to be a guest, let us know. I know it's not as fun because obviously everybody wants to be invited. But if you're like, hey, you guys are, I want to be part of the conversation. We would love to make a running list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are not unapproachable. No. Which, also, I'm going to be a little vulnerable right now. Sure. i be a little bit vulnerable right now. I am in a place in my life right now, and I know a lot of our running friends listen to this, so this is why I'm saying this, so I can speak to them, but not actually say this to them. I'm just at a place right now where I am wondering... If you know what? No, I'm not gonna say it. I oh, you out. have Never to mind. say it. You no, have to I say it now. now. You have I to. Now. You have no. to. Yeah. What you is it about? Scared. What? Got what do you mean? I just really got scared. I can't. I can't. Do okay, it. can I, you tell I, me I, off? Off. That's the... like the first time I've ever got nervous. Off the record? Not ever got nervous, but like, yeah. Maybe when I can you... take off the record. Okay. But it, it's like, yeah. It's yeah. I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't say it on here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. Yeah, I respect it. Um, is there anything that you want to promote coming up in Chicago um, that is happening next week? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, y'all know me. I own Last Out Corner Store. Come here for all of your winter running needs. You know, yeah. the run does not stop because the marathon is over. Continue to get those miles. You train for 20 weeks. You are in a way better shape than you were when you first started training, whether you are a seasoned runner or you're a new runner. You have leveled up. If you train 20 weeks for a marathon, 10 weeks for a marathon this year, let's not stop getting these miles. Let's dress proper. Let's learn how to layer properly so we can enjoy some good cold weather running. Okay? You ain't got to run out here when it's a blizzard. Ain't nobody telling you running when it's like negative 20 and stuff like that but it's some good seasonable weather throughout the winter where you can continue to get some miles so next year when you pop back out to your favorite run clubs you are not starting over from square one let's keep the ball running bro let's keep getting these miles I got trail shoes and they're not just good for the trail they're excellent for winter running through the Chicago streets when they don't plow your shit slush all of that salt they built for that I got what you need. Come visit me. That's not for the stuff. 
That's it. That's it. Um, we hope you enjoyed this. We'll be back for more next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.